Have you ever visited a hall of mirrors? You know, the ones that you find at a circus or maybe a state or county fair. It's that big room that you walk into where you find all of these different mirrors. Some of them may be distorted, some of them may be clear, but as you go through each of the little nooks and crannies and the turns and the curves, it can leave you disoriented and quite confused. Well, beautiful, this is how it can feel when you first discover your partner's secret affair. Whether it was an emotional or a sexual affair, irregardless, it can leave you feeling like you're standing in the midst of a hall of mirrors, not knowing which way to turn and how to get out of the chaos. We are going to discuss that today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Hey beautiful, it's Lisa and this is Beauty Beyond the Trail, the podcast designed for women who want to find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal trauma and loss. Each week I help you navigate the murky waters of betrayal trauma by bringing you insight, wisdom, and ways to overcome the trauma and loss that you've experienced. I help you explore ways to heal, recover, and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, joyful, and free, the way God intended it to be. I also bring in all things Jesus because he's the one who ultimately brings us into our healing and freedom from betrayal trauma. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, pull up a chair, and focus on yourself for the next few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Welcome back, beautiful. I'm glad to have you here today. We're going to talk about the Hall of Mirrors today. And, you know, it can kind of take you back a little bit to the days that you would go to the fair. You still may be. I know in Charleston, South Carolina, every October, we have the state fair that rolls through. I don't go anymore, (laughs) but I used to. And inside of that fair, they used to have what was called a Hall of Mirrors. And I can remember Remember, as a young teenager wanting to go in there and as soon as I got into the midst of it I found myself very disoriented very confused and almost panicky because I didn't know which way to turn to get out and sometimes I would look in the mirror I would see a distorted view of myself or it could be very clear but each turn each twist of the mirrors that were in there left me feeling very disoriented and beautiful again this is how it can feel when you first find out about your partner's secret affair now listen whether it was a one-time event or a long-term affair the devastation that occurs from the discovery of his affair can send you into a tsunami. It can actually suck the very breath out of you emotionally and physically. And to add insult to injury, when you combine the discovery of the affair with the fact of being lied to and manipulated, the trauma becomes even more severe. You know, in the beginning, It's very difficult to comprehend what's happened to you. You can't believe it. 
You're in shock. You're in utter disbelief. This man that you vowed to has now betrayed you. And you may think to yourself, how in the world can this be happening to me? Have I been living a lie this whole time in my marriage? Has my marriage been a facade? How could he betray me this way? And who is he? Like, I don't even know this man. Well, for many of us, our first response is one of disbelief. That's kind of the the behind the questioning. You're in disbelief, beautiful. You can't believe that something this horrific of this magnitude, this traumatizing, could ever have occurred in your life. You just can't believe this has happened. And you find it hard to believe that he could even do such a thing. That's how it felt for me. Like, I I can remember my entire marriage felt like um, he would never do anything like that to me. If there was one man that I would ever trust, it would be my husband. He would never betray me. I never need to worry about it. And then the worst happened. And I found myself in a state of disbelief, asking those very same questions that you were probably asking yourself. It is hard to wrap your mind around it, I know. And it leaves you feeling disoriented as you're forced to integrate the information that you just discovered. Your life has been completely altered and your understanding of your reality has too. This makes it to where you want to run. You want to reject what you just discovered because the trauma that's been imposed upon you is so heavy. It is beyond your imagination and beyond description. You don't know what to do with it. Well, beautiful, I want to put a name to it today for you so that you can kind of understand where you are when this is transpiring in your life. And when there is a name that you can kind of now understand, it helps you to identify it and it helps you to move forward in the healing process through it. This experience is what is called reality fragmentation. Reality fragmentation. This is where your reality has actually been blown apart. Literally, like a grenade has been thrown at you and your world has just been poof. You know, one, one, one explosion and it's fragmented. Reality fragmentation is when you discover that your reality that you thought you were living is actually not true. Instead, you've been living in an entirely separate reality, but you didn't even know it. Like the world that you were living in, this beautiful marriage, this beautiful life that you thought you were living, you find out was really not the case. Instead, you've been living in an entirely separate reality that you didn't even know about. And this is why it's so devastating and so disorienting. This can especially be traumatizing when you believe you had a great marriage. You didn't see it coming at all. That was my case. You know, people looked at us and said, they are such an amazing couple. Never in a million years would we ever have dreamed that something like this would have ever happened between them. We were that 
quote unquote picture perfect couple. Now, yes, we had our arguments. We had, you know, the disagreements behind the scenes. But at the same time, we were in a re-engage group at church. We were with other couples. We were accountable. And three months after we ended that, this hit us. Now, I didn't know it until almost two years later, but irregardless, it happened. And I didn't see it coming at all. You know, beautiful, you may have had great communication in your marriage. You may have been emotionally connected, dreaming together, great intimacy and great sex. He may have acted as though he was deeply in love with you, holding your hands, very affectionate, still building a life with you, yet he had an altar life that you had no idea existed. And then you find out that he's been in a secret affair. Well, you look back on your life and this is where you start to think how you believed you had this deep connection with him. Like you're saying to yourself, wait a minute, we were so deeply connected and you believed you both were faithful to one another. You felt safe and secure in your relationship, safe relationally, physically, emotionally, financially, even romantically. And when you find out about the affair, you may ask yourself, how could I have ever felt so safe and connected with him while he was in another relationship with another woman? How could I have thought that he was present with me? How could I have thought he was on the same page with me and love with me while he had this secret life? This is why I equate reality fragmentation to a house of mirrors. You see, each mirror is a fragment, and no two fragments relate or make sense to each other. One may be an image of him with another woman. One may be of the two of you making love. One may be of the two of you having those deep conversations about your dreams and your future together. One may be of the social media evidence you found regarding his affair. One may be of the two of you laughing together and feeling so in love, and yet one may be of all of the records of information you received about his affair. You know, to make matters worse, you may not receive all of the information all at once. It may come in drips. You know, I call it the dripping effect. And for those who of you who have ever, you know, either seen movies or have read documentaries on um, the dripping effect when it comes to torture, um, it's the, it equates the same. This can re-traumatize you over and over again, creating more fragments. It's when you get a little information here, a little information there. Let me give you an example. It could be that he told you it was just an emotional affair and he only kissed her, only to find out later that they'd been sleeping together for over a year. This is the dripping effect where little bits of information are dripped over a, a amount of time, re-traumatizing you over and over again, causing fragmentation. And your reality is fragmented over and over again, creating more of the hall of mirrors effects. 
And all of this can make you feel as if you're losing your mind. It makes you feel crazy at times. It's like you don't know which end is up. You don't know what your reality is anymore. And, you know, it literally alters your mind. It changes the synopsis in the brain. It actually, trauma actually has an effect on the brain. And during this time, it can be very difficult to trust anyone. But hear me on this beautiful. This is the very time to reach out and to get the help and support that you need. You see, this is critical for your recovery. Now, this could come from a trusted friend or a family member. I equate that to safe people. And if you've not heard my uh, podcast on safe people, please make sure to go back and listen to that. You know, safe people, they are important in our life. Those are the ones who uh, are for us. They are cheering us on. They desire our recovery uh, the same, if not more, than we do. They are wanting to journey with us through this. They are willing to tell us the hard things in love, not always what we want to hear, but what we need to hear. And they will also receive from you in return. So this is a trusted friend or a family member or someone you know who is safe. This could also be a therapist or a counselor um, or a coach who is trained in betrayal trauma recovery and or somatic experiencing, one who's trauma-informed. There are great therapists and counselors and coaches out there in different niches. What I mean by that is there are life coaches, there are transformation coaches, uh, there are coaches in uh, health and wellness, and then there are trauma-informed uh, trauma uh, coaches. There are um, somatic experiencing coaches. There are uh, counselors and therapists who have uh, studied under the Gottman Institute. Um, I really enjoy their teachings. So, so do your research, okay? Do your research and find one who is betrayal. <laughs> Let me try to say that one again. Betrayal trauma informed. Woo! I don't know why my tongue was twisted on that one, ladies. <laughs> Betrayal trauma informed, okay? Another tool that is quite uh, just resourceful for you to use is journaling. I found this extremely helpful, and I still journal to this day. Um, I go through seasons, but it is very, very helpful in your recovery. Getting your thoughts and your feelings out of your mind and onto paper, which is something tangible, helps you to make some sense of the chaos that you have been in the midst of. And in the midst of your confusion and the chaos in your mind and trying to remember certain elements of the events that have transpired, it's helpful to put pen to paper. There's something about it. It helps the mind take the chaos and the confusion and bring sense to it. It provides you with a record, so to speak, so that you can look back on it, especially during times of confusion, so that, again, you can kind of bring a calm to your situation. It brings you back to the facts, okay? Writing has also been proven 
to slow the mind so that you can remember truth. You know, a lot of times when we're dealing with betrayal, we have thoughts and visions and um, what we think is truth come to us. You know, our imagination runs amok. It really does. And our truth can get altered even more once we find out that our truth has been altered. I hope you followed me on that, ladies. <laughs> but it's true. You know, your altered reality, your reality has been altered completely. So your imagination starts to alter itself as well. So having pen to paper is going to help you to remember the facts. So this is also a place to pour out your emotions that are pent up inside. Now, sometimes it may not be through words, but it may be through pictures or doodling, whatever it is. Put pen to paper and let your thoughts and your emotions flow. Another way you can move through reality fragmentation is to take a few pieces of large paper. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to tear them up into pieces that you can write your thoughts on. And now you're going to write down all the facts that you've learned about the betrayal. Write them down. Not what you think or suspect, not where your imagination has run wild. Just stick to the facts of what you have found out. Now, once you've written them out, take them and spread them out all over the floor and then stand over them and just look down upon them. Now, what do you notice? Is there a theme that you see? And is the story now becoming clearer to you? Now, what I want you to understand is what you're looking at is the fragmented reality. Now, you had this picture in your mind of what your life was, that reality that you thought you were living in. However, you found out that that was not the case. It was actually fragmented. It was not real what you were living in. So now, all the pieces of the paper with the facts on them that you're looking down upon, that's the fragmented reality that you're actually in right now. This is the story that is coming together. And it helps you to look down upon that because it starts to make sense of what you've just experienced. You know, when we first find out about the affair, everything is running amok in our minds. The chaos is overwhelming. The thoughts are all over the place. We can't make sense of anything. And to get it out of the mind onto something tangible like pieces of paper and to now look down on it, we can start to see the story clearer. Now, on more paper scraps, now I want you to write out your emotions as you look at the pieces that are already on the floor. Are you angry, sad, disappointed, confused, disillusioned? Are you horrified? Are you sick to your stomach over it, etc.? You get the point, right? Write down your emotions. Then I want you to take those scraps of paper 
And I want you to circle them around the other fragmented pieces that you first put on the floor. I want you to notice that the story that was so fragmented now has some semblance to it. The feelings you feel now make more sense knowing the truth that is before you. It's like the story is contained. It's not all over the place. It's not so chaotic in your mind. Your brain is not so overloaded and it can now make better sense out of what has transpired. This helps because it helps you to see what has been affecting you, why and how it's been affecting you. Then you can ask yourself, are there any gaps that you're missing? Is, is there anything you feel like you don't know? You see, this is a great way to know what you need to know in order to heal. You can look at this. You know how you feel now. You know why and how and all the ins and outs of the effects upon your life, right? You're looking at this story. And when you find a gap somewhere, you can set aside a time to ask the appropriate questions to get the answers that you need in order to move forward in your healing journey. Now, I want to give you a little disclaimer here. A lot of times, ladies, we want to know in-depth details. That can be actually more traumatizing than it's worth. Let me, let me give you an example here. Sometimes we may want to know details that really are not going to be good for us. It's just the nature within. We've been betrayed. We've been wounded. We're like a caged animal that has just been, you know, traumatized and beaten. And, you know, our world's kind of blown apart. And, and we just want out of the cage. We just want to, we want to know everything, right? Well, sometimes the intimate details of an affair will do more damage than good. So before you go asking questions, ask yourself, do I need to know this in order to heal? Nine times out of 10, when it comes to intimate details, you usually don't need to know those in order to heal. You really don't. I caught myself wanting to ask those questions and I had to ask myself the same thing I'm saying for you to ask yourself. I had to say, Lisa, is this necessary to know or is this going to traumatize me even more? And I backed away because I, I realized I didn't need to know that. I didn't need to compare myself. All those questions do, ladies, is it causes comparison. It causes shame. It causes body image issues. It takes you down a spiral vortex into a black murky mire. Don't go there. Ask appropriate questions. You can ask where, you can ask how many times, you can ask when, you can ask if finances were spent, you can ask how long the affair has been going on, you can ask did it start emotionally and then go sexually. You can ask appropriate questions, just not damaging ones. Now the last thing I want you to do is to get a large red piece of paper or maybe a few. Now cut them into strips. Now, over the entire mosaic that is below you at your feet, 
I want you to take those red strips and spread it, spread all of those red strips all over that mosaic. Cover it all. Now you're probably saying, Lisa, that makes no sense to me. Why are you having me do that? Hold tight. (laughs) This represents the blood of Jesus that not only covers the horror story that you've endured, but it serves as a reminder that his precious blood, the stripes that he bore for you and for me, will heal us from the trauma that the betrayal has brought upon you and upon me. Beautiful, his promise of healing and wholeness is sure. And you need only to trust him. Yes, we get to join him in our healing journey. We have our part to do. And he has his part to do. Remember, he is faithful and he will heal the brokenhearted. Now, once you've covered it and recognized that God is, God is taking this and he is covering it, he has gone to the cross for it, he is going to heal you from it. Now, take that mosaic and surrender it to God. How do you do this? Well, you can burn it. You can throw it away. You can, you know, don't put it down your toilet because it'll probably clog it. (laughs) But you get the picture. Just release it to him as a way of surrendering it to him. Trusting him with the outcome and with your healing. You're, You're basically surrendering the whole betrayal story to him. And you're saying, God, you've got this. You have gone to the cross for this. You are going to heal me of this. And whatever the outcome, I'm going to trust you with it. And beautiful, I wanted to end today's broadcast with a scripture I keep as a screensaver on my phone as a constant reminder of God's promise to me. And I want to share that with you as his promise to you as well. It's out of Isaiah 41.10 and it reads, Fear not. For I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. This verse was given to me when I first found out about my husband's affair two and a half years ago. And God has not ever let me down. He has kept his promise and he has brought healing and wholeness into my life. And I am living proof that you can move on, you can heal and thrive after betrayal. And if you're ready, beautiful, if you are ready to rise above the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life full of joy, purpose, and freedom, reach out to me by clicking the link below in the show notes. Schedule your time with me, a free breakthrough call. This could be your first step into a life redesigned, one that you truly desire. I'll see you next week, beautiful. Hey, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, something really hit you in one of the moments, or you were inspired to take the next step in your healing, reach out to me and by all means, leave a review. This is the highest compliment I can receive. 
And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Beauty Beyond the Trail Podcast, and I'll give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships in the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of all circumstances that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful. Beautiful.